that's funny. It's just like, boom. Yeah. We're in. Boom. I feel like I don't want to talk to you now because I've spent the last hour and a half talking to you. I know, so. yeah. I should have just made it a train station. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> train. I know, it. yeah. Bit of a train station, just say, not say a word until until now. It's funny. I think, um, I was thinking about, I don't know where to put this all, this to be out of the way, but also I don't want people to message me. Um, I know, yeah. I was going to put mine on silent, but. I was thinking about when, when we like do this, which is now, we're yeah. actually doing it now. Hello yeah. to everyone listening. Hey, um, how are we doing? It's the, I was thinking about the podcast I listened to and like, I was, I was, I was in my mind, I was like, are we going to have to like present this? It's one of those, yeah, yeah. like present this. And then the other one is like, it's not a radio show though. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a chat between me and you. Yeah. And I think that's, that's something I was trying to get my head around earlier. Like I just need to talk to you. Like we do like yesterday when we had a zoom yeah. and last week when we had a catch up, like it's, that's what it is. Yeah. Rather than trying to like present something yeah do you know what i mean because you almost have to like you're almost putting on an act when you're presenting something yeah even though you're not there's like more effort that goes into it that's not maybe as natural as you normally are like with my instagram posts i film about, literally i film about <laughs> 200 outtakes yeah so hi guys oh, i've messed up already and yeah. then just go into it so it's like that pressure of being like right i need to film this it has to be like perfect but actually people just want to see me yes. so if I just film it as I normally would there's literally no pressure then I watch it back after like the 200th take I'm being like I should have just done that in the first place it's what we were talking about yeah. in the car with the actors yeah. that's literally and like it, the yeah. best actors don't act they just yeah. do the thing that they they pick up the pencil yeah they do whatever they're actually just meant to do I'm the same I have to sometimes I pretend there's someone behind the camera yeah they've asked me a question and I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's, a, good that's a good one. And then I reply as if I'm replying to them. Yeah. But it's still really hard because you know that, like, you've got something on your face. Yeah. It's a weird one. Yeah, I hate being in front of the camera. This is why I think this is going to be really good. For me, personally, like, gaining that more confidence of being like, that. I feel like people are watching live through the camera, but actually it's not. It's just got to be, like, more natural. Yes. And just let it happen because people would rather see that than, like, a staged thing because wow. they, they just they can cut through that straight away they're like oh well he's done that like stage and if it's more natural people are like, oh, yeah, i can relate to that yeah there's a weird psychological thing that happens when you're in front of camera you think that everything that you do yeah is good like you said you feel like it's live you think yeah. everything that you do is going to be shown to every, anyone who watches it yeah. when actually you can have like 20 minutes worth of content and you chop it into a 30 second reel yeah and no one sees the other bits. No. Like, they'd probably be quite good to have as like an outtakes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'd love to do outtakes. Here's me awkward as fuck talking to the camera. <laughs> to be fair, I send all my mates the outtakes. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't dare uh, do that to Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's no hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, it's that almost like Truman Show. You feel like you're being watched by everybody. Yes. When you're just doing that one reel or yes. one video, but realistically just doing it more natural. But yeah, maybe we should introduce the podcast and see what it, tell everyone what it's about. Away. So it's called One for the Boys. And the idea came around when we used to meet up and go for like a coffee, do like work lunch, business lunch. And we used to chat for hours and be like, you know what, we need a podcast to talk about this. And then that's where the ideas were like, oh, we'll do a podcast. I felt like we just talked about useful stuff. Yeah. I felt like we talked about stuff that other people would probably relate to, um, stuff that we'll come on to. Yeah. And I think, I think that's probably just where it's, where it's at, isn't it? Just got to the point yeah. where I'm like, these are actually useful conversations. I reckon uh, other people would like to hear these. Absolutely. I feel like we're having those conversations <clears throat> and then I'd have conversations like that with other people. Yeah. 
and they'll be like, oh, I've never really thought about that. Or like, oh, I've never really spoken to anyone about that. So I'm like, well, I have this conversation with you all the time. So why don't we just have that as a conversation, but everyone else can listen to it because there's so many things we talk about. Like, like you said, like people don't realize they want to talk about it or can talk to someone else about it until they like probably hear it. So I'm like, why don't we talk about those things that people want to talk about, just don't know. Yeah. And that's why one for the boys came around. So it's mainly a lot of stuff in like the male environment where some things are quite taboo and to toxic to talk about. Um, and that was our idea is like talking about those subjects because no one talks about them. And I feel like people, especially like our age, like can then relate to us. And when they hear it, they'll be like, oh, okay, I can talk about those things in an environment that is very casual and like friend to friend instead of it being like forced. Yeah. I feel like a lot of guys won't talk about subjects like mental health and th like those like suicide, those types of things because they feel like it's, well, I can't talk about it. I don't want people to know that I'm yeah, doing yeah. that kind of thing and thinking about those thoughts. But then realistically, they can just meet up with somebody and have a conversation, like a coffee or whatever, yeah. like we were. Yeah. So we're like, just put into a podcast because yeah. we're just talking about so much more. Like we've got so much content. Yeah. Even before the podcast, we're like, we could have filmed <laughs> like yeah. five, six hours yeah. of stuff. I feel like last week when we caught up last week, I was yeah. like, we need to stop now. Because <laughs> I'm going to have nothing to say to you next yeah. week. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm not the most talkative person anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's funny. That's I why I, like, I didn't want to like, talk about too much stuff on the way over. Yeah. Talk about just other random things because I was like, right, I want to, oh, got that in my brain. I want to talk about that. Yeah. I want to talk about this in the podcast. So yeah, it was funny. I think, uh, so I, to go straight into like one of the subjects that I know we're going to cover like a lot over, yeah. however, however this goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, the alcohol thing again, because that I think that's one of the biggest things. That's probably the thing <clears> that started these like genuine conversations that we used to have yeah. is the like both of us sort of like pulling away from alcohol, how it made us feel, yeah. how then we had to deal with that socially within our friendship groups, with our yes. families, whatever it is. And I, I had a client yesterday who um, we went through stuff and he was just like, it's just a booze man every time. Yeah, He's like, I'm, I nail it. And then I have a weekend on the booze and I'm out of the loop again. Um, yeah. And I just was think I was thinking like, males and it, this will be obviously relevant to females as well but mm. as this is the one for the boys podcast <laughs> they're like girls, don't narrow it too much go but... away all right yeah. <laughs> we've we're kind of bringing the narrow down a little bit of like where we're targeting people that don't want to talk about these things yeah in terms of like guys but yeah, yeah like the boys coming up to the 30s this seems to be a big thing like yeah people like i have you get to the age where you're able to drink. Most people do. Yeah. And then you go to uni and you drink and it's like cool for a little while and you go out and da -da 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 and like there's girls <clears throat> and there's alcohol and it's all great and stuff like that. And then kind of like if you, depending on your work environment, your work environment, like going out for work drinks and stuff, and like yep. just kind of like 30 seems to be the point or coming up to 30, like I'm 28, seems to be the point at which people start to sort of turn a little bit. And I feel like, coming up to 30 is where most people start to be like mm, how how much longer do I want to do this do I want yeah. to be doing this anymore yeah because I know it's detrimental to my career and my health and everything yeah um but it's very difficult for them to get 
out like this one particular person finds it is finding it difficult to sort of like without going full cold turkey yeah, like yeah. come away from it <clears throat> and i think i know it's something i'm really passionate about yeah just because i've experienced it and i used to be someone that ran a bar and drank fucking loads yeah and i yeah. and i feel 10 times better than that person did and that's it like i worked in hospitality as a bar and like that was it, it was like afterwards like what are you doing well we're here let's just drink always all the time working in town i was like right who's around I'm just gonna go orange tree and see who's yeah. around like a thursday <clears throat> afternoon or thursday evening and be like okay i'm gonna meet them and then it ends up being like 10 pints and I wake up the next day yeah. i'm like like why but i didn't realize that until now being 34 years old like what that effect had on me mentally and yeah like 10 years ago when i was doing it like now i'm like oh maybe i should have started slowing down a little bit earlier not that i was an alcoholic or anything but it was like that that just like going into the flow like the amount of money i spent on it where i could have probably spent in other things yeah. like the the health side of things like that like now i'm like getting to that point where i'm like i'm still like going to the gym i can get like healthy with it but it's actually if i'd done that 10 years ago would be in a better place now i think that's it i think i look at i look back on it as a how like what have i wasted yeah how yeah yeah how productive could i have been like i'm yeah. productive virtually every day now because yeah because i'm clear when i wake up and so how many days and how much time did i waste and it's that thing yeah. of like okay you have to live your life <laughs> like oh yeah you've got to have the fun like and yeah, you've got to have the fun and you've got to feel like you fit into a certain extent with doing that. But then, yeah, now I'm like, actually, in hindsight, maybe I could have done things slightly differently, not gone cold turkey, like you said, like it's how to find a balance. And that's the, the balance is the key. And now I feel like I've found that balance of like, I'd like, well, I'd like to do another episode purely on the whole alcohol thing, but yeah. it's like a overall, like I, I don't not, I don't, I'm not like straight edge or cold turkey or anything. I still have alcohol but i pick and choose one i want to drink yeah. because now being self-employed like from like last year like if i've got to be productive i'm like i don't want any alcohol for a couple of weeks because i know i'm solid i've got to like earn money i've got to do this i'm mm. like you know i just want to be like 100 percent switched on yeah and having one night even like six or seven beers the next day it's still fuzzy and i'm like i can't afford you're a creator as well man. yeah i am yeah yeah so maybe we should go into what we actually do and who we are far away man so yeah people don't know me my name's matt hi um this is so funny man. i know yeah someone who's stumbled across this they're like <laughs> <laughs> we're now 10 minutes in man. fuck knows what these boys names yeah are. <laughs> yeah I'm like, who are these two um i own a fashion brand called clatch and over to you my name's dan i run dan brady coaching which is an online fitness coaching business i guess so i primarily primarily help guys lose fat build muscle yeah and i while i sit in my kitchen <laughs> <laughs> and i sell caps socks and beanies mainly <laughs> just the dream. A, yeah accessories brand mm. so get that plug in early what has um what spurred you on to going from like full-time employment to doing your own thing creative freedom uh -huh. um for sure like that is like being able to wake up every day and be like, I've got a very good set of like freelance clients and like one of them is just amazing, like treats me really, really well. Um, but that creative freedom of being like, especially with a brand, I can, I can be, I can try things that I wouldn't necessarily have tried in a nine to five. 
And I know for like years you were like, go freelance, go freelance. And I was so scared to do it and then did it. And then like, what, like six months later, I was like, yeah, I wish I'd done that two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's yeah. very easy to see it from the outside. It's, yeah. There's so that you have, you have to think about so much more than what yeah. I have to think about in terms of f for you to make the yeah. decision. Yeah. For me, it's just like, I see that you're really good at what you do. So I don't see there being an issue. Yeah. You being able to earn money, but for you, there's the pressure of, everything that comes with that. Yeah. So it's so much harder to do it from your perspective. Yeah, it was like the going freelance and making sure I'm bringing mortgage in from that, but also making sure the business was building cause it's two and a half years in. So it's like a very crucial time. Like I've got to get to that five year mark to, you know, really make, establish myself. But it's the creative freedom was like when we took that leap. Mm. And since November last year, the business has then just like elevated because I've been able to be like more focused on it I can streamline my audience more I can like focus more on the posts I can focus more on like not the not the not the outcome but like the journey of where I'm going to go I can I can put it into spearhead it into a better direction like and be like plan a lot more of like where I want to do pop-ups like um what products am I going to release like more development on that and then I released my bag and I was like then I'm going to buy it and then like I've sold like 75% of the stock yeah so you know that's like I, I doubted that but I was like actually I, that development time that I had paid off yeah I wouldn't have been able to do that if I was in still full-time work yeah and I know people that have businesses fashion like brands that they're in that period of like still working full-time or part-time and trying to push the business. And I keep saying, literally go all in. Cause I was like, it's all or nothing. I've, I've got to do it. If I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. And I wanted to look back in like five, 10 years and be like, I either made it or I didn't make it, but at least I tried. You had a crack. Yeah, at yeah. least I actually went for it. So that was the thing that made me take that leap. What about, I guess the same question to you really, like, like PT wise, what was what was the, the deciding moment when you're like, right, this is what I want to do. Cause I know you, I know you're a heavy active when you're younger. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was really fortunate that one of my first full-time roles was running a bar. So I literally was in charge of running a bar from 18 yeah. to 22. And that's a really young age to have lots of responsibility. Mm. And I was just given freedom to do whatever I wanted. Yeah. And then I went from that and I went and worked at John Lewis and immediately just rejected rejected the corporate life rejected yeah. having to ask it was almost like when i worked in the bar i was self-employed i was my yeah. own boss because i made m the majority of the decisions yeah yeah and there was some guidance above me but a lot of the time they trusted what i wanted to do which was really cool yeah that is sick so then to go into an environment where you have to ask to do things and even when you think that it's the best thing yeah. for your department and the store and, and, and whatever it is, there are hoops to jump through and there are processes that have to be adhered to. Yep. And I'm just not that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not not in a sense where it makes you less productive anyway. Yeah. You know what, if, if all the processes that we had to do and the hoops that I had to jump through made the business and made my life and the customer's mm -hmm. life more seamless and better, yeah, 100% I'll do it. But when, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, when it doesn't, um, when it doesn't do that, I, I just I don't I don't buy into it. Yeah. And as soon as I don't buy into something, I'm a bit of a nightmare. Uh, I'm out. So, yeah, I floated around for a little bit, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. The classic sort of like the careers advice I got at school was like, you should do something outdoors. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hold up you not got anything like that's yeah, what you got yeah. of course <laughs> anything outside outdoors. okay brilliant um 
so yeah, like you said, super active yeah. when I was younger, played a lot of rugby, just played a lot of sport in general. Um, and one day I said to Charlie, you know what? And I, I won't lie about this. I said, oh. I really want to earn some more money, like do something on the side to earn money. And she was like, why don't you take people to the gym? Because yeah. you go to the gym every day. <laughs> she was like, and people pay for you to yeah, go yeah. to the gym with them. And I was like, that's a sick idea. Uh, I think I need to be qualified to do that. Yeah. So did the qualifications while I was also qualifying to become a joiner. So that's what I was doing at the time. My full-time job was a joiner. I was yeah, doing yeah. an apprenticeship. So I qualified to become a PT at the same time. And then, yeah, that was it. Started building up for about six months. I built up my PT diary. And then I just decided to go for it for myself. For it. It's yeah. the, the time freedom is the biggest thing for me. I yeah. actually... So now I've obviously transitioned from being face-to-face -face doing personal training to being completely online. Time freedom is enormous, but I actually, for the first time in a really long time, just love what I do. I love the way I can help people. I love the responsibility I have to oversee things, but also the empowerment I can give to people for them to take responsibility for themselves as well. Yeah. Um, and I just really enjoy whether it's like our clients who lose 15, 20 kilos and go from being sort of like looking soft and, and, and flabby to yeah, yeah. like you can see abs and stuff like that. And that's really cool. But at the same time, I had a conversation with a client yesterday and we did some stuff on like, like why he can't say no to certain things. And we related that back to sort of like him having never allowed the feeling of hunger yeah. last for more than five minutes before he then acted upon it. And I'm like, this is why we have a problem. Yeah. It's not like I can give you calories and exercise and da 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 da, yeah. da but it doesn't, it doesn't matter until we address this thing. And e equally those two things, 15, 20 kilos, getting someone lean, um, for me is the same as having a conversation where you get a breakthrough with someone and yeah. you're like, this is going to be a game changer. This person for 35, 40 years of their life has been going in the same direction, yeah, yeah. even though they've tried to go in a different direction. And now potentially we've figured out something that is going to help them stop this cycle of like the yo-yo dieter, and yeah, yeah. like the binge dieter. Um, so yeah, I, I actually adore what I do and the time freedom it gives me is just, pure luxury and yeah. I never thought you know like when they say what job you want to do at school and you just have absolutely no idea what anything means mm. you're like that's okay that sounds like being an engineer that sounds cool but like what do you actually do every day what are you doing yeah what's the actual day-to-day -day yeah actually like yeah in those types of roles that's really interesting when you say about the uh the time freedom because yeah like obviously when we spoke yesterday I was designing my autumn winter collection <laughs> yeah and it was like it's stressful because it's like you can think I can think of 20, 30 different products that I want to release and all these different colors. But I'm like, it has to be more refined. But <clears throat> I've now got the time to do that beforehand, like before November last year, I wouldn't have had the time to do it. Yeah. That's when my spring summer collection was like so narrowed down to like a few colors, like four or five colors and a few products. And it it did so well that I had to reorder stuff because I didn't expect it to do so well. Yeah because I sold it as a collection, I built up a hype, but it's that, yeah, it's having that time freedom to be like, actually, I did some work yesterday. I'm chilling, I can pay the mortgage. I've got mortgage covered for the next three months. Like I can spend a few days just doing the autumn winter collection, no pressure, Yeah. just do all these ideas. And then I can go back to them, refine them. And yeah, you've got that, that time freedom to do that. 
from going like a fr from going freelance basically and i wouldn't have been able to do it ages ago and like yeah i'm so happy i can i can get that now because i can sit on them for the weekend i don't have to like just be like right i've got to get it done by six o'clock tonight yeah there's like right i'm not going to touch them again until monday morning i'll look at them but over the weekend i could be like oh actually like that idea oh maybe i like this idea oh maybe i change that color to this and then change the socks to match this like it's those little things um so that's the best thing about being like self-employed and, and I would recommend it to a lot of people if you have the drive that I think we both do. Like, not when you're saying like about like what you wanted to do at school. I did, I remember I did three art subjects at A-level. Did art and design, media and fine art and all teachers are like, nope, it's too arty, you have to do something else. I was like, well, I know I'm gonna be creative. Don't know what I'm gonna do. There's, so um, there's nothing that says you can't do that. No, it's nothing to say that you just can't do it. Just the teacher that. said that I, I, it was too arty and it wasn't diverse enough. And I was like, but what if I want to be a designer or in the creative industry? Yeah, for who? I don't, yeah. I don't want to go and be a biologist. Yeah. <laughs> rubbish at spelling, so I'm not going to choose English. <laughs> like, <laughs> maths, I can just get a by. I'm not going to choose, like, science because some of it is exciting in terms of like space and things but i'm not that interested that i was going to do a level I was they like, told you it wasn't diverse enough yeah so i was like right so fine art and art and design apparently were too close and i was like but one's like life drawing style and one's like design like graphics layout and then media was like film which i do love and this is great obviously we're, we're filming this now so it's kind of like relevant like understanding that i film for i film on my vlogs for for clutch and everything so you know, go full circle 15 years and it's it's coming in handy. Um, My mind is blown. Yeah, it's like bad, isn't it, it? Actually. Yeah, so I was just like, no, that's what I'm going to do. That's so bad. And I was just like, right, I'm going to I'm gonna do something creative and then after uni, spend seven years in retail. I just got into the whole... So did you do those three as A-levels? I did do those three you in the end. You just your fingers up and yeah. like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I was like, I'm going to yeah. prove you wrong 10, 15, 20 years down the line that I'm going to be doing something creative and now... I own a fashion company. I'm a freelance graphic designer on the side. Imagine if I'd done just one art subject. I probably would have been like, ah, oh, maybe I don't like art anymore. Maybe you'd be in a better position if you did physics. <laughs> yeah, maybe financially, yeah. I've had to cover the mortgage for the next two years <laughs> instead of six months. <laughs> but yeah, that was it. I was like, you know what? That is bonkers. And I'd just say to anybody, like, just follow whatever you want to do. Like, if you've got that drive, you will do it. And I learned that a lot from my granddad, actually. Like, um, he passed away six years ago this year, I think it is. And, like, he had a fashion business. His, his dad had a fashion business. Um, he had a factory in Great Glen where we grew up. We had a factory in Leicester, like, hosiery stuff. And it was, like, I was already, always interested in the fashion side of things. So I thought, oh, maybe I'll do something in fashion at some point. And then, yeah, 10 years later, after making T-shirts oh, in his shed, we're here. I don't and know. That's what your granddad did. Yes, it was, and he used to do markets and pop-ups. I feel like I'm living his life like 50 <laughs> years ago, yeah. driving three hours to stand at a stall in like rainy Manchester or something. <laughs> but yeah, it's well interesting that I did all those art subjects and then spent a bit of time with him. And then that's now that I'm doing. I'm the only one in the family that does anything fashion-based now. As far as I'm There's the, the yearly, like the annual Jeremy Clarkson tweet. Mm. where he tweets where people get their a-level results and he basically tweets like don't worry i failed my a-levels and i'm yeah. on a, i'm on a yacht in the med so it's fine and um yeah mom. i do just really believe that i think i have such little faith in the education system in terms yeah. of the fact that we are just 
educated to pass exams. It's all about retaining information. It's not mm. about being clever. It's like whoever retains the information the best wins. Yeah. Because you just have to regurgitate it on a piece of paper. Yeah. Well, I tell you a fact from my family history, I'm not going to be the best at that. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm the loser. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> my mum and dad are very academic. Uh-huh. And I'd say my brother's quite academic, but maybe it's listening to metal music from the age of like 12. <laughs> just got to me <laughs> yeah. and just skipped me. But that's, I think, where my creative came, creative side came out. Sitting at home, drawing the corn logo and the Slipknot S uh-huh. over and over again <laughs> to the point where I didn't even need to sketch it. I could just literally draw it, look at the album and be like, yeah, nailed it. That's I think that's sick. when I knew I was going to do something creative. Yeah, it is mad, isn't it? Like how these people kind of try to steer your life into something or like try and steer it, or not necessarily steer it into, like steer it away, being like, this is what the society says, this is what you should do. And then you be like, no, I'm gonna do my own thing. And I think that then kind of comes full circle to a lot of stuff I wanna talk about on this podcast in terms of like the drinking and, and male society now, because there's a lot of stuff around mental health with, um, with guys for that pressure of being like, you have to be the alpha, you have to do this. Yeah. It's like, it's like not okay to cry. It's like not okay to do this. Like it's boring to go to the pub and just have a, like a, a soft drink and drive home. Yeah. It's like, that is the pressure of society where I think us two now are like, you know what, screw that. We're going to do our own thing. And I just know there'll be both. people that are thinking the same thing. Yeah. Just haven't acted on it or don't have the people around them to yeah. talk about it. Like really sat here I have one person that mm. I really have decent discussions about yeah and even like how many times in the last six months have we had probably like sit down and talk about it over a coffee yeah hardly any so yeah, it's like know, yeah. <laughs> it's not a yeah. lot and it, yeah I have lots of internal dialogue on myself and yeah, I listen yeah. to other things and I sort of piece together stuff myself but I still just think like wow I think I'm aware of it and I talk about it and even I, I don't really yeah it's very few and far between, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say like my friends are getting better mm-hmm. at it. When certain things happen, we're very good, but we're also very good. Like uh, we can stay away from it quite quickly, um, which is great because it's like it makes everyone else feel better, lightens the mood and stuff. But sometimes it'd be great to get deeper into it just to get a bit more out of it. Yeah. But yeah, I very much have the internal. Um, conversations myself being like oh yeah talk about that and when I when I do pop-ups and things I talk about the brand and I I go into a lot of detail especially with like suicide and things and people maybe could have been affected by it so I've got to be very careful but people are like oh that's really open you know I've only just met you it's like well yeah, yeah. because well, it doesn't matter whether I met you or I've known you for like 15 20 years I feel like people should still be able to talk about those things yeah and that's why I think anyone that's listening to the podcast that is like maybe hasn't got anyone to talk to or is feeling like they they maybe have got people to talk to but hasn't talked to anyone about anything just go and do it because honestly you feel so much better for that reason yeah and hopefully we can build a community Mm. this is one thing we got really excited about yesterday yeah yeah (laughs) we can build a community of like-minded people that end up having meets every month and like we spoke about run for the boys um Mm. like meeting up going for a run like coffee mornings whatever it is yeah we we can sit here now and say if you don't have one anyone at the moment yet go go and try and find someone to speak to yeah um but also we're looking to put a community 
aspect together from this to actually just help help ourselves yeah because i think it's not hypocritical but i think we'd we would be doing a disservice if we were just like go and talk and mm. then didn't didn't actively try and provide any any other outlet for people does that make sense like 100 we're yeah. able to sit and talk now and that's fine but like yeah i feel like it's a responsibility i think yeah. that's essentially what i'm trying to say i feel like we have a responsibility because we talk about this ourselves we should be giving people the opportunity to like meet like-minded people yeah. that have gone through you don't even have to have gone through anything it's just like you run your own business and it's hard or you're yeah. in a job that you don't like and it's hard or like yeah you've lost someone or just whatever it, you feel like you don't want to drink anymore or yeah. what, whatever it is like but just people who i think we went through the sort of things like we we both sort of like fashion and music and coffee yeah. and talking about mental health awareness and, and things like that and that's just it's bringing together like-minded people people that are into personal development and just want to develop better skills become better at listening become better at communicating like agreed and the communication one is the, the biggest one because that's yeah like you said go and talk to someone communicate like yeah. that's the hardest thing for most particularly well I'm actually no i was about to completely just lie then i was going to say particularly <laughs> young males yeah. i don't believe that like but any males fuck, we're all fucking rubbish at it oh yeah we're terrible at like let's talk and i think we We'll both put our hands up. I know I will put my hand up and be like, I'm not sitting here on this podcast saying that like, you need to be like me. I'm yeah. the guy that you need to be like, because I talk about loads of stuff. I don't. Yeah. But I need to get, I, I'm aware that I am better than I used to be. Yeah. I'm aware also that I've got a long way to go, but I'm even more aware that the majority of boys are two miles behind. Yeah. There's they, um, need to, they need to catch up. Yeah. That's, that's it. I feel like we're, I'm a, may say I'm slightly a little bit behind on my journey in comparison to you because you went freelance a lot earlier and you're like you've you've learned a lot more in terms uh -huh. of the self-employment world than I have. So I far. think that's to do with Charlie as well. Yeah, that's my girlfriend, by the way. Yeah, um, she's like big on personal development. She went into in COVID, we we both went really deep on personal yeah. development. But I I owe that part of it to her. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like that's, that's I'm on the, I'm on that journey of like learning all these things. But there's going to be people that are hopefully people that are listening that have either been on that journey and are like a way ahead of us. And there's people that are still, yeah, a few miles behind, but it is a journey. There's no end goal. It's just a development of like, how, how can you make yourself better in any kind of way? Is that like, is that reducing alcohol? Is it just going to the gym more? Is it just like maybe finding a job that you actually enjoy or doing something like that? And yeah, like, like you said, like it'd be, I want to. I want people to listen, to listen to this and be able to relate and be like, "Yep, yeah, I can relate to that." Like, I'm. I want to go freelance, but I'm super scared. But oh, Matt's done it and he's been successful because you've got to have just like confidence in yourself to go mm -hmm. do it. Um, but I also want to provide a space where people can messages and then hopefully come and join our meetups. Go like we'll go for a run, run with the boys. Like we'll like coffee mornings where people can just feel like they're like involved in a community because that's. And then they can communicate with us because yeah. that's the, that's the main thing. We don't want to be sitting here being like, you've got to be like us because well, I, I'm I'm certainly not perfect in any way. And a lot of those things, I'm still learning a lot and developing a lot. But we wanted to make it like where they can just be, feel relatable to us, and yeah. they can feel relatable to us is by coming and meeting us and just talking about random stuff yeah. like. We don't want anything to be like formal, and the same with the podcast. We didn't want to be coming in and being like. 
right guys, it's got to be like scripted. We've got to do this. Just a conversation, literally like we would have done sitting down at a coffee shop yeah. just for a few hours, yeah. doing a little bit of work and just chatting about all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that's what the podcast is going to be about. Um, I'm also really excited to get people on. So we've spoken about this doing yeah, like yeah. the first chunk of these, uh, the, the podcast we will do like ourselves and yeah. just introduce ourselves further and talk about our own stuff and the things that we normally talk about and we mm. can come in here maybe a little bit more structured in terms of topics and stuff so yeah. that um the the episodes actually go there obviously we've spoken about loads of like yeah. specific topics that we want to talk about but i'm really excited for sort of like next year as we progress through with this and as we build this learning through other people's experiences and asking questions around other people's experiences, having guests on yeah. and just understanding like what's happened to people, why did, why did you react the way you did, how have you ended up in the position you're in mm. and just learn through other people. I think you've got some sick contacts. I think it's really, yeah. really cool. There's some that I've already spoke to that would be awesome to get on. And yeah, like the first few will just be us talking about different topics and yeah, get, getting the audience to know who we are. Yeah first because i feel like we can't just go straight into it and be like right second episode we've got xyz on yeah and the people are like well hold on like who's matt and dan like yeah. i want to know more about them i want to know like more about their journeys like i'd love to do like more stuff on like your side and how you got more into the pt and like dig deeper into that and then like dig deeper into like my side of like business and like what i do with the clothing business so and then to talk about the other topics that we've spoken about, like mental health, like coffee. If we can have an episode on coffee, that'd be <laughs> sick. I reckon we can, we can fill an hour of coffee. Um, what else have we got in my notes? Yeah, like fashion and just like fitness and all those types of things. Like, we want to go into that. So we, we want to establish that more, establish a, a, a community, whether it's like five people, it's a small community, that's still enough for us to go on and just like then build and then we get guests on. But the guests will be... We want it to be big, by the way, because we want sick merch. Yeah. We want to be able to design lots of shit. Absolutely. So uh, keep your eyes out for the apparel, guys. Um, and any fitness brands that want to give us, yeah. <laughs> give us anything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here we are, sat yeah. on our first episode. Does anyone want to sponsor us? Yes, we'll have lots of free stuff. Thanks. Yeah. The supplements <laughs> will be great. Any greens, any companies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but that's, it's, just, it's just fun, isn't it? Like, it's just... Like, we want the guests to be varied but like I, you actually mentioned it like have the guests that like you don't really know because then you can ask them questions and then when you bring guests on people that i don't really know yeah because then it's going to be interesting because it'd be great if it's one of our mates but it'll be also really interesting to do it that way because i know guys that want to come on it and they're going to be like um you're gonna be so fascinated you're gonna be like sending them questions like question after question yeah and end up being like three hours long but like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the idea is like you're getting to know them like i know them a little bit some of them i know really well some that i've spoke to i know a little bit and it's like i know a, a base of their journey but that's what's going to be really interesting because we're going to build our community and people will get to know us but then we get to share other people's stories that are either yeah two miles behind us same space or two miles in front of their journey like yeah, yeah and that'd be the really interesting part i think that's just you say about me being really interested in your guests and vice versa. Um, I think it's just as a listener, sometimes if you know the guest really yeah. well, you don't ask the obvious questions yeah, because yeah, you know yeah. the story. Yeah, so you're yeah. like, I don't need to ask that because everyone knows that, but yeah. no, one, no, no, you know that. Um, 
and you end up guiding the conversation in a way um, where, yeah, you may you maybe just avoid the obvious stuff. And I th- and I think with having one of us, if a potentially all times one of us doesn't know the guest, yeah, it opens the door for one of us to be like, huh, why did you do that? Yeah, why didn't you do that? At just the obvious questions that probably the person listening on the other end is going, oh, that's that's just what I was thinking. I wanted yeah, to know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I'm super excited for that. So I think I think because my my job and you're similar mm. to a point, but a lot of the time also with your pop ups and stuff, you're going out. Yeah. My yeah. job's very isolating. Like yeah. I don't I, because I'm completely remote. I don't see anyone unless I actively choose to like go and train with a client or yeah, go yeah, and yeah. like sit in a coffee shop where I see other people. I'm still not interacting with them. Yeah. Like I don't, I can, my whole job can be done from my kitchen on my laptop without talking to anyone apart from like when I check in with clients and even that's just a screen recording of myself. Yeah. So yeah. I never communicate. Like I just don't, I don't network with anyone. I don't talk to anyone. Um, what a loner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just sit at home. I'm a loser, if own. you hadn't noticed. <laughs> so, but I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to network a bit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that's what, um, like, I launched my brand March 2021. We're coming out of, like, the second wave of lockdown. I don't know, for, like, 2020 and 2021, we're just all lockdowns. Like, and people are like, you're going to launch a business when it's, mm-hmm. like, people aren't really doing anything but I was like that was the most important thing because people needed uh something to talk about and that was the idea behind the brand is like getting people to talk about mental health especially in the male society so when I do go to pop-ups and I talk to people about the brand I'm building a community that way yeah and and that community now buys from me all the time every time I release something I have an x amount of customers that buy everything same people yeah same people like um I'm gonna have to start issuing like lifetime discount codes and stuff because they're just so loyal to me. Start a club, mate. Yeah, that's what I need to start a club. Yeah, um, that just because that they they bought into it when I went to go meet them. Yeah, and they were like, when I was talking about like, oh yeah, launching in lockdown, like, and I wanted to create a conversation around mental health through the brand, and they're like, oh yeah, I really love the product, and then they're like, oh yeah, like I really struggled mentally through lockdown. There's like an instant connection. Yeah, and that's literally, and that's what I'd like to do with the podcast is build up that way. Um, I forgot. I literally just forgot lockdown even happened. What's the real time in life? I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I mentioned it earlier with personal development, but I just I didn't actually think about it when I said that. But yeah. Now you've just said it. What a wild time! You weren't actually allowed outside, and <laughs> you were allowed outside for like half an hour's exercise or something. And so mental. it's like almost fashionable to have COVID in 2023. <laughs> it's like if you've got COVID, it's like you've caught a rare Pokemon or something. Yeah, obviously <laughs> like, Zoe's got it now. Yeah, Zoe's got it at the moment. Some, one of my friends put on their stories that they got it and I was yeah. like, no way. Yeah. Well, when uh, Carver had it like last week, so he gave it to Lynette. So both of them had it. I've managed to avoid it. You're like, where have uh, you been? Yeah, Zoe, my <laughs> partner, she's, um, she's currently at home with COVID, <laughs> like we probably got it because I traded at Boardmasters last week yeah, yeah. Um, with a brand and it turns out every stall along <laughs> the, where we were has really? got COVID, yeah. <laughs> so like someone- I've got away with it. I don't know, I don't know. I'm just- <laughs> We'll come up tomorrow and then I watch it. I'll, yeah, yeah, Next yeah. week I'll be COVID full. Next episode we, we'll be both in lockdown <laughs> doing it virtually. <laughs> yeah, just in a little fucking incubator. Yeah, no, I mean, I've had it twice, three times. So I feel like my body is now like, meh. Are you nah, allowed to say COVID on podcasts anymore? I'm not too sure. Do you instantly get deleted? 
Um, you have to. We. I say we. You're yeah. gonna have to go and beep this out every single time. <laughs> Maybe. So, but like, what are they talking about? So they must be swearing quite a lot. Yeah. No, I feel yeah. like it's fine now. Yeah, I'm sure it's all right. Joe talks about it. All, Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. Ah, um, yeah. Joe like he was my mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just casually yeah. dropping in there. Joe Rogan, the biggest podcaster probably yeah. of all time. Yeah, um, Joe. No, I think I think we'll be fine now. Like, um, yeah, we're past that point. Everyone knows what happens, so it's fine. Yeah, no one's going to be. Uh, it's not going to help with our keywords putting COVID yeah. in there. It's not going to be searching yeah. anymore. <laughs> but no, it's just um, yeah, it's it's going to be great building this podcast up. Like, there is no like end goal with it. I know like people that are listening when we've said like we want to build a community with it and that's the idea is literally like being like right it's just a journey like this is very similar to what we've done with like our personal lives well professional lives of like being self-employed it's just a journey like and that was one of the biggest things with the fashion when I launched a brand people were like where do you want to be I'm like mm, I don't know like, yeah it takes me wherever it takes me yeah I had an idea of when I started the brand of what I wanted to do and I feel like it's almost changed in mm. terms of yeah well it's and only natural for it to do that yeah it? yeah exactly yeah so it's kind of like this we've got an idea of how we want to do it but in six months time or a year's time it could be slightly different we're just going to let it play its course and and build up that way and see what happens and yeah get loads of merch designed and so you guys can wear it all <laughs> i would really love to have like a I think my vision for this is to have a, a really engaged audience. Yeah. I don't really care how big the audience is. I just no. want it to be engaged. Like I want people to feel like they can send a message yep. about themselves or a question for the podcast and stuff. And I want yeah. to feel like that they're heard and we can like, uh, even if it's not a serious thing, like yeah. I just, I want to feel like, I don't want it to be become one of those things where like someone messages, for example, the Instagram account yeah. and then they don't get a reply. Yeah. Like I want to make sure they get a reply and it's something like, it's got much more of a personal feel about it. And I would love for, um, I don't, do you listen to Modern Wisdom with Chris Williams? No. So he does like, uh, he does Q and A's, okay. but it's just like, it's, him, they basically collect Q and A's from the yeah. socials. And then they spend a whole episode just like going through questions Sick. that the guests, uh, yeah, not yeah. guests, sorry, that uh, like followers uh, followers have asked. Yeah. And I love that because I think for me, I'm like, I could ask a question yeah. and there's a chance that he he will read it out and answer it. I think yeah. that's quality. And that gives you that like, you feel, it's again, it's community. You feel like yeah. you're part of something. Yeah. They feel like they're part of the modern wisdom community. I want yeah. people to feel like they're part of the the boys community yeah absolutely no like, girls allowed yeah <laughs> <laughs> and this is literally what i've done last night on my instagram for clutch is what colors do people want to see yeah like i know i spoke to you i showed you the, the colors anyway yeah. <laughs> and you reply like <laughs> yeah green and red yeah, reply, um, classic dick reply yeah not useful <laughs> just for the algorithm thing, isn't it? yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and it yeah it's like that because they're gonna be buying it like I can create loads of different things like in colorways and I release it and everyone's like, what the hell have you done there? Yeah. Because I've not engaged my audience. Literally. Like, and that's what I do now. And we're talking about this earlier, actually, like engagement with the audience is key. Customers are key. So like viewers for this are going to be key because they're, that's what's going to like boost us and that's going to keep this podcast going. And I want them to be involved. I want people to be able to, like you said, like messages um, and feel like they're getting heard. It, like it's very much their journey as much as ours yeah definitely like and a lot of podcasts that i listen to i feel like that isn't always the case it's very much like a conversation between the guest 
and the and the host. Yeah, I want this to be useful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want people to go away and be like, oh, that was really interesting. Matt and Dan have just chat, chatted absolute shite for an hour, but I found some of the stuff was pretty funny. It was yeah. pretty cool. Like, I can relate to it. Yeah. And that, that relationship it, between that is going to be, like between us and the audience is going to be the, the key thing to build in that community. And like we mentioning, like Run For The Boys, like we would love to do like a like maybe the weekend or whenever we release the the podcast, we do like a meetup where we just go for a 5K or something. I'd love to keep it at 3K. I don't know if I could do 5K right now. Yeah, I'm I, a lump at the minute. I, I was literally thinking about it. I was like, you know what I need to do? Okay. I, I need to do a couch to 5K before now <laughs> to release the episode because I'm not going to have to do it. So maybe we start at 3K. Make couch it to 5K. Yeah. That's great. So I'm going to have to do like something in the meantime. That's maybe what I was like. Just go, maybe coffee morning is the first yeah, one. Yeah, that's the first one actually. Yeah. We'll run to the coffee shop that's and back. So funny. That's why I was like, I need to get some more running shoes because I'm on the rubbish. Yeah. I need to start actually running again. Um, um, tangent. I just wanted to clear something up. You know, when you were like, they're the people buying from me. So like, yeah. it's no good. It's no good you deciding that everything's going to be red. Yeah. And then putting on the polls, what colors do people want to see? And everyone says blue. Yeah. And you still release all the red stuff. Yeah. That's, that's what they mean when they say the customer is always right. Yeah. So, yep. and I only bring this up because I've obviously spent a lot of time in hospitality <laughs> where if a customer's dick to you, yeah. they're always right and you have yeah. to do whatever. They're not always right. This yeah. is this is what it means. That's yeah. what it means because they're the person buying it in hospitality. Yeah. It means that if everyone buys steaks from you and you take steak off the menu and you put chicken on, yeah. you fucked it because the customer is always right. Yeah. And I think that's really important that... Yes, we, we want to come on and do talk about the stuff that we want to talk about. And naturally from that, we will create a following of people that like that top, like the topics that we talk about, like yeah, the way yeah. that we present it. So naturally, the customers we have are go, not customers, sorry. Um, you've not bought anything, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> the, not yet. The audience, yeah, <laughs> the audience that we have naturally are going to sort of uh, have a similar way of thinking or like the same topics. Yeah. But ultimately... If we do this for a year and then we start ignoring what people have enjoyed yeah. and start going more into the stuff that people don't enjoy and the guests mm -hmm. that people don't enjoy as much or the topics of conversation that people don't enjoy as much, we come to a halt yeah. because the customer is always right. And this, in this case, the audience is always yeah. right. And I just, when you said that, it just, it made me think because that always used to piss me off when I used to work in if someone's complaining about something, yeah, like yeah. take it off the bill. I'm like, I'm not taking it off the bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, the customers are always right. I'm like, they're not. <laughs> it makes 100% sense. Like if we start talking, like one of the episodes about like a, a topic, let's just say, I don't know, like the alcohol, for example, we talk about it and we go really in detail and people are like, nope, don't like it. Then we know not to talk about it that much detail. Yeah. But I think that'll be a big one because... Yeah, there's a lot of people that I think when we talk to, yeah. But Post just as an example, like, yeah, yeah. Um, then we know, you know, there's going to be a topic that we're like, let's just avoid that. Because, yeah, like people are always right. And it was interesting because, you know, I showed you the Navy. Yes. Like three people replied saying Navy. Uh -huh. And I've thought about it for a while. And I was always like unsure whether a Navy cap would work. But then I saw a very iconic brand, some guy wearing one at Ballmasters. And I was like, that looks sick. And luckily, I've got the same fabric swatch. So I was like, that <laughs> is going to be probably one of the colors. Like, yeah. not copying it, but like, is in like similar, taking inspiration, being like making my own design of like, that was a bucket hat. This is going to be like, yeah, a cap. But it's it's that. It's people 
you've got to listen to the people. So uh -huh. we've got to listen to our community of what we want to put out. Because we, we want to put out content that they're going to like. Yeah. We're going to talk about subjects that they're going to like. So I think doing the Q&A thing is going to be great because yeah. even if it's just five questions, if we have an audience of five people, yeah. like that we can talk about for ages. Yeah, and like sure. we want people to be heard because that's, that's the main thing. It's these people that we're like, you know, talking the topics that we're talking about, um, people maybe not feel like they are heard. That's why like we could talk about it. So if we make them feel heard, it's gonna be great. Especially like if I was into a podcast and like I'd sent in an, a, a question and it was like a, you know, podcast that's getting millions of views or listens and then they'd talk about like my question, I'd be absolutely buzzing. Yeah. So like, I. Yeah. You then listen to more of it yeah and like there's people that i that were like say famous people like people that are of influence on instagram or socials that they might do a q a and i ask them something and then they end up reposting it and i'm like with an answer i'm like oh that was like yeah thank you like it was a useful question yeah. that i asked but it's also like they've took the time out of their day to do that and i know we're quite busy anyway but we're always going to have that time for, for people sure. because that's what i feel like we're like we've always got time i don't want to be unreachable yeah. Because I think, yeah, which is the opposite of relatable, I think. Yeah, if you're yeah, unreachable, yeah. you don't relate. And no. then pe people can't resonate with you if you don't relate because yeah. they're like, well, I don't, I don't have these problems or you just yeah. don't connect in the same way. And I think I don't ever want to be part, I don't want to create whatever this podcast brand is to yeah. be... I want always for us to be, like I said earlier, replying to stuff and for people to feel like it's not, whatever it is, is not falling on deaf ears. We're not going to be counselors like this. No, it's just not, it's no. not what we're here for, no, no, but no, we are no. here to just say, you know what, let's open up our ears a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I do it to a certain extent already. Mm -hmm. I do speak to a lot of people through Clatch, but I also want to do it a lot more. And I feel like this is going to be almost that outlet to be able to yeah. do that and just, just help people that obviously do want to be helped and do want to be heard and do want to talk about these things, but maybe just like haven't got a place to do it yet. And I feel like that's why, you know, it's called one for the boys because it's very much like the guys that want to talk about it, but maybe their friendship group aren't open enough just yet. So they can feel like they can come to us as I know complete strangers, but have something relatable to them. And it, and I think as well, like we, we've spoken about being able to talk, but I think mm. also emphasis on like just being better people. Yeah. I don't know there's that much emphasis on like the self-development and people and people yeah. just being better people. And if you're not in a friendship group or around people who are trying to be better people, yeah. you never get exposed to it and therefore you, no. you never progress. And I think a big aspect of what we will do in the future will be just about being better better human beings yeah better partners better business people better friends like yeah just high performing humans yeah yeah i well, know like you like people don't realize when you're self-employed it's like you can't just have a bad day and just be like oh, i'm sitting in the office i'm still getting paid like it doesn't have like it's like if you have a bad day you're like you need to snap out of it you need yeah. to earn money and you yeah. know it, one day's all right but this can't happen tomorrow yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah when it gets to the afternoon you're like you know what i'm done for today i can yeah. have that freedom to be like switch off let's just go out again tomorrow yeah um but the more better days you have the more consistent it then becomes yeah so like 
the more times you're like super positive about stuff and surround yourself with people that are super positive, then you're gonna have better days. Mm. Like, and I, I cannot thank my team enough that I had at Boardmasters. It was me, best mate Toby, uh, fiance Zoe, and then mates um, Charlotte and Tommy. Like, they were just incredible the whole time. And to the point where some guy bought a pair of socks, I wasn't at the stand, I was probably off talking to somebody else and let everyone else do the work. <laughs> um, some guy bought some socks and then he messaged through the contact page on the website the day after being like, your team at the stand were so good that I wasn't going to buy anything because I'm super tight, but I bought my daughter some socks because I just felt the energy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, just surround yourself with people that- That's priceless. Yeah, That's like so want to support your dream mm -hmm. and push you in a positive direction because that just have a knock-on effect on everything. Yeah. So if we can do that through the podcast yeah. and like have a positive effect on somebody else, they can then take that into their day or whatever yeah. and hopefully have a positive impact on someone else. Yeah. Just spreading the kindness. And I feel like that that's another topic I'd like to talk about is like not being soft, but like being um, like positive in the male society because a lot of people are very negative to shut you down it's almost like if you're doing well they want to shut you down but I, I, that can we can say for another time and that's a british thing as yeah, well partly. yeah definitely yeah, 100 yeah but. yeah um but yeah just being positive and stuff it just helps yeah like everything um and i feel like that's where we want to we want to be at i'm buzzing yeah we need to wrap up i know yeah we're on a timer time. and i well, yeah. last time i looked at it, it was 20 minutes and i was like <laughs> Oh, maybe we'll only do a short one. And then yeah, yeah. <laughs> here we are 55 minutes later. I know, yeah. <laughs> so I think um, socials is the biggest thing we should plug. Yes. At one for the boys pod. All spelt normally. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm no, really unsure if I'd say that then. <laughs> yeah, no numbers. It's numbers. just the words one for the boys pod. Yeah. On Instagram, on TikTok on YouTube, which you'll probably be watching this on anyway, so you're already here. Just yes. hit that like and subscribe. And is there a bell icon anymore? Even though I you do vlogs for my own stuff, but I can never find it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there is, notifications. But I'd say we're, we're gonna try and do one a month. Yes. So. Yeah, we we wanted to, here we go. We've got five minutes to wrap this <laughs> We wanted to make this like decent and thought about. And obviously this first one is very much off the cuff. Yeah. And whilst yeah. the others are gonna be off the cuff conversations where there's gonna be some structure to them, but we wanted to make it like a good production. Yeah. And also we didn't wanna be chasing our heels with it. We thought, why don't we do one monthly, yep. well-produced, good podcast rather than like, committing to one a week or yeah. one every other week and then chasing our tails and being late on stuff or whatever it is so yeah i think it will give us a really good balance and hopefully people will want to people will listen to this and look forward to the next episode yeah and that will naturally just help build it up so yeah definitely i don't we don't want to saturate it straight away mm. we want to go with it there so yeah follow us all on everything on all the socials um and we'll upload little clips of everything and it'd just be it'd be quite informative as well that's what i want to do with the socials is like not just have all the video of the, the podcast because then you listen to all of the, the clips and then you've listened <laughs> you to the whole thing <laughs> yeah um just gonna have loads of bits on there like mental health and all the thing, all the topics we talk about we'll cover yeah. on that like so it'd be very community driven um when we go go for the meetups we'll post all that kind of stuff we'll we'll get everybody involved um, we'll do background stuff on all the, the people that we have on guests. So yeah, 
it's going to be good. I'm super excited of how it's going to take us on this <coughs> this mad journey. That's going to be sick. Yeah. Awesome. Just another podcast to listen to, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do but, we, um, what do we do now? Do we I'm, press that button or not? I'm not? You said something about pressing a button. Press so it out. Yeah. Delete everything. That's, that's the imagine. That would You're, be hilarious. You'd, mate, you did media a-levels, so... Yeah, I know, this is... Here we go. I'm saying that red dot is for you to put. I'm going to say it is the one that's the red record. Let's give it a go. 